Welcome. This is Gary Marsh. I'm the host of NEI Global's How's Biz podcast. Today's guest is Matt Connolly with NEI Realty Commercial in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, Matt is a member associate of SIOR and working on his designation. Welcome, Matt. Thank you, sir. Great to meet you and great to be on here with you. Nice to have you here. Um, I see that lovely image in the background. Is that a, a, a ball field? And do you have double A AA or triple A or what's what's in Des Moines, Iowa? Well, uh, thanks for asking. We have a farm team for the Chicago Cubbies at Principal Park. We have uh, the Iowa Cubbies and that's downtown uh, right on the river. We have a confluence there uh, where two rivers, the Raccoon and the Des Moines River come together there and it's um, some great real estate and uh, great uh, entertainment and uh, fun area to walk around and recreational trails all around there. And then there's going to be a pro soccer stadium. We're getting that's going to be pro Iowa soccer uh, just down the, just down the way there a little bit in downtown on an old contaminated site. That's going to be a fantastic. Uh, so you'll have an MLS team. It's, it's the league. Uh, it's, I don't know if it's like a sister league to the MLS or, um, or the league right under it's pro, but it's not MLS. Okay. Right? So yeah. Yeah. Well, entertainment so, nonetheless, because of your river real estate arrangement, do you guys get compared to Pittsburgh a lot? Um, not so much. Rivers, you've got two. <laughs> uh, I was at the NAI global conference and met some guys. Um, I want to say from Wichita, maybe that have a confluence and, uh, we're, we're, we're doing like a big 10 year project right now where we've raised millions of dollars and trying to revitalize, if you will, and reconfigure our water trails. So um, that uh, we're gonna do a big, you know, whitewater rafting, canoeing, uh, kayaking, um, you know, some entertainment on the, on the water, some sandbars, some swimming, some fishing, and really uh, activate our, our natural uh, assets here. It's a, it's a, water's a wonderful resource. Sounds like you have a, a very active tourism board as well in Des Moines. Um, Iowa Realty Commercial also has an office in, is it Rapid City? It's a couple hours east of Des Moines? Cedar Rapids, that's Cedar correct. Rapids. Yep, yep. What, yep. What, uh, what, what's, let's start with there. We like to begin these things with what drives your economy. What's in Cedar Rapids and then talk about other than the entertainment districts we've discussed in Des Moines, what kind of businesses in, in Des Moines? But let's let's start with Cedar Rapids. So uh, Cedar Rapids is close to Iowa City. So Iowa City's uh, where the University of Iowa is, um, and Cedar Rapids um, is Kirkwood Community College there. Um, and there's just. Uh, it's right down the road from Des Moines. Um, you know, Des Moines has got some central Iowa. Um, you know, we got Interstate 80 and Interstate 35 coming through uh, Des Moines and, you know, industrial logistics uh, is, is big. Um, you know, we've got one to, uh, I think two, I, I've heard 1.3, but I know, uh, I know of more than that coming to our market of um, new construction, industrial 
buildings, um, and that's just to central Iowa. So uh, I think I think it's might be pushing three million of uh, new construction square feet coming to our market for industrial. Is, is a lot just, of that is a lot of that spec, or is it? It, it? it is a lot of it's a lot of it is spec, but a lot of it's getting gobbled up. I mean, there's um, you know pre-leasing going on um, quite a bit of it. Yeah, I think the uh, industry is calling it spec slash build the suit because it's you bet. you're uh, you're barely barely putting walls up and somebody's already taken it down, right? Mm-hmm. So that's going on there. So what what other business? Are you, so the interstates obviously do always drive a warehouse logistics kind of distribution tra- uh, business, but what other uh, kind of businesses in the Des Moines area? I I, I think you have some financial interest companies there to occupy your office market. Uh, I, I think Wells Fargo has a pretty big office there. I might be wrong, but. No, you're right. Wells Fargo, I think, um, uh, is where they headquartered in San Francisco, but I think they're, I mean, they've got a huge presence in Des Moines, um, thousands and thousands of employees, and uh, they occupy a lot of square footage for office, and uh, they're a great asset. Yeah. Uh, we love having them here, and they're. Uh, we also have a big insurance uh, arm. We're uh, they call us the insurance capital of the country, if you will. With uh, we got principal EMC, um, uh, we got Wellmark. Um, uh, I'm missing plenty of others, but there's uh, uh, there's towers of insurance uh, insurance both nationwide here. Okay. Um, and, um, so that's in, in insurance is a, insurance is a big deal. And, uh, a lot of the, a lot of those, uh, financial services and, um, and insurance markets are downtown office, uh, a bit out in the burbs as well. West side. Got it. Um, yeah, you're in the middle of, you know, the heartland, so to speak. Is is agriculture? I think it's a big business in your state, Iowa. Yes. Does that impact your real estate market much in Des Moines? And 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 the other part related to that, Matt, is the the river. Does it feed into the Mississippi, which then would be a contributor to large barge, you know, raw product going down to uh, the Gulf of Mexico and New Orleans? Um. So no large barge. Yes to farming. And um, yes, to the ag world, uh, there's actually north of Des Moines is just 40, 35, 40 miles is Ames, which is closer than Iowa City and Cedar Rapids and um, close in houses Iowa State University. And between Ankeny, our northern suburb of the metro of Des Moines and uh, Ames is what we call like an ag, uh, um ag corridor agricultural corridor where we're trying to develop you know and and recruit and we're doing a good job of recruiting more ag related businesses and uh ag science iowa state is such a big ag school so it makes a lot of sense there and there's a lot of other uh related companies uh around that area and uh we've got it like um i want to mention that i think there's an ag accelerator like a um uh, startup community here that's uh, large, and then insure insure tech, if you will, and and fintech, uh, um, all 
that entrepreneurial community is heavy in our central Iowa markets. Um, Sounds like a dynamic place to be right now. Um, yeah, it's fun. And I was going to say, lastly, on that was that the uh, you know, yeah, as a as a real estate broker, I love land and I love development, and a lot of that farmland, you know, is hot property, you know, uh, going around the outskirts of Des Moines, and uh, uh, there's that our our town is growing from you know. We went from 500,000 to we're pushing 750,000 in our metro and uh, hopefully on our way to a, a million people here. Um, you know, I'd like to say within 10 years or so. Wow, that's you, you, you know, we hear so much of the Rust Belt, quote unquote, with people leaving, but Des Moines clearly is a growing community. That's that's good. You, you mentioned land, so let's just segue right into the real estate component of our chat. Um, what kind of, and I looked at your website briefly before our, our interview here, Matt, it looks like you're in all kinds of different real estate services, but what is, what are some of the bigger three that Iowa, NAI Iowa Realty Commercial provides? Sure. Um, so my team is specifically, uh, we like landlords, developers, and investors of all types, I'd say. Um, our brokerage is more of a generalist, as you saw on our website. Um, and, you know, there's a team here uh, of ours that uh, is great at retail, uh, tenant rep and landlord, landlord rep. There's uh, our manager, Kevin Crowley, and his team is awesome. Uh, he loves the industrial and office and real good at it has been for many years. And, um, uh, you know, we've been chasing uh, land for developers quite a bit. There's a, there's a big market for that. Uh, and, and multifamily <laughs> is no different here than it is everywhere else, just hotter and hell hotter. I mean, it's go, it goes like hotcakes, you know, as far as existing product on the market or um, land available uh, to build on. Um, so we're, uh, we're hot after those assets and development opportunities for clients. So you're, you are in the multifamily space. I love the multifamily space. Yes. All right, cool. Yep. Most NAI certainly isn't related to it, but it, it begs the question with all the growth or do you have a lot of new single family home building underway? You know, um, they say we can't build them fast enough. Um, and I think that's right, but I also think that, um, there's plenty of work for those guys and, and, um, supply chains obviously maybe slowed them down a little bit, but not slowed the demand down. But we think the demand will ease a little bit just because, you know, you can't build, there's no starter homes for new construction, right? Um, there's, and, and the, resale inventory is real tight uh, around around the metro as well. So uh, residentially, it's a tight market um, and prices are going up still. I would imagine you're, I've talked to a number of NEI uh, market leaders in their respective cities and they, they've all said 
residential real estate prices, the medium home prices have just gone up, up, up. And that's certainly what has been reported nationwide. I think nationwide we're 19% higher year over year from a from a residential, you know, single family home perspective. So not surprising. Uh, back to the firm, though, I always like to ask this question in uh, how long is uh, how long have you guys been affiliated with the NAI brand and operate as an NAI office? And if you don't remember the specific year, does it go back 10, 15, eight years or five years? Oh, so you're, you're relatively new then. Yep. 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 <laughs> we're, um, we uh, Kevin and I went to the uh, NAI Global Conference this year and had a blast meeting uh and AI people from all over the country and world. And uh, uh, we're looking forward to continue to do that and uh, make some connections. And, um, and, and, you know, there are Sioux Falls guys, there are Sioux Falls guys that maybe you've met before up in the Northwest port, uh, part of our state. You know, Des Moines is right in the heart of, uh, you got Kansas City to the South, you got, Omaha to the west, you got Twin Cities to the north, you got Chicago to the east, and we're right in the heart of all of it, you know. Uh, it's fun uh, fun for us to be able to go to the much bigger cities within just a couple to a few hours, no problem. And, and uh, the, the Minnesota office, we're friendly with those guys uh, at NAI uh, uh, and try to do a little regional deal coming up here maybe this month the uh that's good i mean as you know real estate is always super hyper local but the second step is it's very regional um, yeah. and we tend to see regional developers doing stuff in maybe kansas city and omaha and maybe des moines uh speaking of which any of the uh the three million feet or so in industrial that's that's underway are, are they all local or are they they partly a combination local and outside developers do you, do you have a handle on that i do have a little handle on that the um you know i would say maybe more maybe half and half but uh it might lean more towards out of out of out of state developers um there's a few local players that you know might be doing 100 or 200,000 or 300,000 but there's uh, there's bigger players doing 300 and up, uh, it seems. So, uh, yeah, I think that they would outweigh the local uh, influence. On uh, have, and, and if you're not heavy in industrial personally, then you may not have the ready-made answers, but talk to us about um, rental rates, vacancy rates, cap rates on sales, uh, generally speaking, the trend has been uh, down on cap rates, down on vacancy rates, but up on rents. Has that been the case? In <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got it. Yeah, that's no different here for sure. Uh, um, you know, we put together, uh, built a suit for 35,000 square foot here recently, and this was with the improvements, um, industrial. I think we were at 750, 750 maybe uh, um, on that deal uh, on a five-year five-year term. Um, 
but uh, there's yeah, um, these the vacancies way way low, and like I said, I think like you said earlier, there's I think it's uh, almost custom built rather than spec, you know. Got it. So you guys are doing land. You're doing a lot of industrial. Uh, and are you doing any work in the, in those downtown IRIs Class A office space, or is that is are you more suburban in that regard? In the office. I'm I'm more of a core uh, uh, Des Moines guy than I am a suburban guy. Um, well, there's some good opportunities down there, uh, office wise. There's a there's you know there's not too many left of the historic rehab opportunities somebody to come in and just some of these uh buildings that they've taken over and redone are just gorgeous um really impressive office uh turned into office buildings and then um you know some of the uh there's some vacancy of course uh, uh because of covid and and getting people back you know principle for one was early on bringing people back with the hybrid model and uh, Wells Fargo followed suit here earlier this year and um, nationwide, uh, not exactly sure what their back to work program was, but they, they actually are uh, selling one of their office buildings. And I think that it's, uh, um, we'll see what's happening, but uh, I think there's some, there's some interest in it too. So um let's, yeah. let's talk about the downtown briefly then it is especially again with the uh covid and the the remote work hybrid um what's the scene at downtown does it look look semi-occupied semi-vacant i mean you know are the the restaurants doing okay the dry cleaners that whole ecosystem that's part of a urban core downtown is it suffering a little bit in des moines um, the restaurants, I would say, are doing good. Um, the retail is, you know, East Village, we, we call it the East Village here on the east side of the river and kind of downtown split in half uh, as you come down from Capitol Hill there. And, um, you know, there, there hasn't been a whole lot of vacancies or movement on the retail frontage, uh, it's a good shopping district for people to come downtown and do some shopping and grab something to eat, grab some tea, grab some coffee, grab a beer. Um, there's a lot of that uh, going on. Um, the lunch crowd is probably the most hurt. Uh, the lunch in the in the more the CBD um, office uh, heart of the heart of all that is uh, you know those. It's just not as huge as lunch crowd. There hasn't been anyway. So hopefully, it's coming back, um, and I think I think that it is. Um, you know, the, the restaurants at night and the bars and coffee shops and all that is doing. I think are doing just fine. Well, if you're growing, uh, um, you're you're growing as a community, and new retail is coming in. I presume it is. If you are, uh, they always say retail adds rooftops. So you're building a Apartments, it sounds like, and as also family homes. Any other let me let me add, let me interrupt you real quick. Do you mind, Gary? I want to I want to I want to touch on that because you mentioned uh, retail coming to town. So, um, you guys are all familiar with Top Golf, right? So we're sure. not quite large enough, or maybe we just 
somebody beat him to the punch. We did have Top Golf looking here, but we've got two of those like kind venues, entertainment venues coming to our market. We're not sure if two will survive, but we got two uh, both coming at the same time, and that's that's a big deal. And then um, one other thing is uh, Merle Hay Mall is uh, um, re reinvented itself. Uh, where other malls um, could really, uh, I don't know, these guys have good bragging rights if they pull it off, which it sounds like they're going to. They're going to put a um, minor league hockey team, uh, like three or four sheets of ice, including some practice ice, um, into the mall where the old Yonkers was, and, and, and Coles moved to a new construction spot on the front uh the Merle Mall but uh um it's it's an awesome deal for our community and it'll be awesome for minor league hockey and all the recreational hockey uh around here as well for youth sports and whatnot we'll have an awesome opportunity to um play there that's definitely innovative good for them and and I'm sorry the pronunciation Matt is it Merlehead Mall Merlehead H-A-Y Merlehead okay uh, to Two words, yeah. I think it's the first and last name of an old uh, of a um, military war hero. Okay, cool. And it's uh, yeah. uh, an enclosed mall, I take it. it. That's correct. Yeah, it started off open, to be honest, uh, uh, back in the fifties, I believe, and then uh, uh, at some point it, it got enclosed, and it's it stayed that way, but. Yeah, we don't always have uh, awesome weather here in Iowa. It's awesome today, but uh, it's not always the case. Well, I mean, it's but the deal itself speaks to one of the reasons that many of us like the real estate industry. It's a creative industry. Yeah, it's a solutions-driven business, and if uh, and you know you have to come up with these things to survive and thrive. So good on the Merle Hay people for doing so. Uh, any other uh, service sectors that? Uh, any Iowa Realty Commercial touches on or serves? Do you have a property management group? Uh, is there anything else that you guys are doing that our audience should know about? Because again, this is really about informing your NAI colleagues what you guys are doing in Des Moines and uh, other parts of Iowa so that perhaps you can do business together. Any yeah. Other sectors that you want to talk about, Matt? Well, um, you know, I. I, I really love bragging about our market and thanks for the opportunity today to do that. Um, I'm an Iowa proud man and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm loyal to our, uh, our Iowa Realty uh, corporate headquarters here and NAI, Iowa Realty Commercial is a, a branch of them and um, we're a Brookshire Hathaway owned company, I believe. Um, and I'm not sure how that relates to NAI, but Iowa Realty is uh, is that uh, uh, has that relationship there, and um, we are uh, uh, you know we've got a marketing department, we've got a IT department, we've got in-house uh, legal, we've got uh, um, all these services, uh, corporate services for our for our brokers to help. Uh, utilize not for our clients, you know, as much, but we market and market the heck out of uh, our clients' properties and 
we're able to utilize uh, a lot of services in-house, which Excellent. helps well, how, big how many how many are you professionally and, and staff approximately? You may not have the exact number, but we're about uh Baker's dozen or so. Okay, good size firm. Yeah. Um, the 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 podcast is called How's Biz. So why don't we really conclude with talking about how business has been for your firm? We're we're not officially declared over with the pandemic, but it it's still lingering around, hanging around, being a nuisance for sure. But um, we seem to have gotten through knock on wood the heaviest part of it. Uh, how did you guys do through the uh, early stages, i.e. 2020 pandemic? And then how was your business in 2021? Uh, thanks for asking. So uh, 2020, we never, we never really closed and we never stopped answering our phones and emails and um, I would say it slowed there for a couple months, but really, um, still all had decent years. And um, 2021 was my best year. Um, and there were some other office guys, uh, or some other guys in my office that had great years too. Actually, most of us did. And uh, um, you know, 2022 is uh, we're hoping to repeat. Uh, the same as we did in 2021. Um, you know, the market is, as you can tell from my conversation, that it's, it's a fun one. It's it's attractive to a lot of out-of-state uh, investment, and we're happy to to send and showcase all information to to, to other NAI um, uh, brokers with their clients you know one one website i'll mention if you just google the greater des moines partnership you can uh google their website it's the economic development engine of central iowa i'd say and uh, i think it's dsmpartnership.com and um their uh hashtag if you will dsm usa they help put us on the map and done a great job of help promoting uh central iowa and uh um they, they have all, all these rankings that were across the country for best places to live, uh, uh, low cost of living, uh, great place for work and jobs and all this stuff. So They sound like a, a pretty influential group. The, yeah. the well-known fact is investors are looking for yield, and that's the biggest attraction to secondary and tertiary markets. With, with over 750,000 people, I think you're squarely ascending toward a secondary market, if not already there. Are, are you actually getting investment groups out of Chicago and Minneapolis and, and some of the other, and Kansas City is a pretty big city too. Um, are, are you seeing investors coming from some of these other bordering large cities? Uh, we really are. Uh, Chicago for sure. Um, Kansas City for sure. Uh, Minneapolis. Uh, haven't seen as much. Um, we got uh, Omaha, some from Nebraska here, yes. And, um, you know, the multifamily class A stuff has attracted uh, money from a lot of different uh, parts of the country or our region for sure. And, uh, you know, we're proud of that. We're proud to have them and, you know, um, you know, we got, we've got good product form and as, as you said, good, good yields form too. 
Awesome. Well, Matt Connolly with NAI Iowa Realty Commercial, it's been great speaking with you. Thanks for your time and expertise today. That's it for uh, this episode. Thank you all. Thank you, sir.